Hello, beautiful people. My new play, The Velveteen Rabbit, is now playing in Adventure Theater MTC in Glen Echo. My adaptation of the classic book not only retains all of Marjorie Williams's magic and heart, but expands it theatrically into a world of imagination containing fantastical adventures, singing busts, and a jabberwocky. Go to adventuretheater-mtc.org for tickets and performance information. The Velveteen Rabbit, now playing adventuretheater-mtc.org for tickets and performance information. Whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Bonjour et bienvenue les casse originales. Un podcast sur les hablets hallucinés et beaucoup sur les bandes originales et les gens que les aiment. Je suis Patrick Flynn. Savez-vous qu'il existait de très nombreuses adaptations du roman de Gaston Leroux? Le Phantom d'Obara? Eh bien, il y en a. Et nous discutons de certains d'entre eux. Nous rejoignons la conversation des gens écoutent. Cool. He really does like. I, there's a certain. The two people who have sympathy and knowledge of the Phantom are Christine and Madame Geary. Yeah. Madame Geary, her approach is always just do what he says. Yeah. Because he's going to kill people if you don't. Yes. And even if you do, he might kill people. Well, isn't in the novel that she had like some previous knowledge of him? She or knows she rescued him. him she from knows him. The Persian know, like knows yeah, him, knows yeah, him from yeah. when he was a little kid. Yeah. And knows that his name is Eric. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that information is revealed. In I don't know. I don't think musical. so either. I just happen. It to is know revealed it. in the so fun fact. Okay. <laughs> Did you know there are like six musicals based on the Phantom of the oh, Opera? Oh, no. <laughs> Did and you know? And we're going to cover them all tonight. There is a, right, and here we are. There is an entire uh, Wikipedia page dedicated to the adaptations of the novel. Because there are, I mean, no joke, 20 movies. Most of them not in English, by the way, because this was a French novel. But like all over the world people have made movies tv movies there's a i know um, there's was like one wasn't there one in the 80s that the, like the started fa- the guy from freddy krueger so the phantom of paradise is like a big one yeah um the phantom of the paradise i think it might be called whatever that's the john frankenheimer movie and that's like that's the most famous sort of campy like adaptation yeah 20th century fox presents phantom of the paradise a gothic horror story <laughs> What was that? A beautiful love story. A cinematic odyssey through the rock universe. From Greece to glitter and beyond. The story of a sound. The man who created it. The girl who sang it. The monster who stole it. And the phantom who haunts the paradise. The ultimate rock palace. Phantom of the Paradise. My music is for Phoenix. Only she can sing it. Anyone else that tries, dies. Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, you told me one time that you'd be somebody that you weren't working just to survive. Man, you better get yourself a castrato for this. Paul Williams as Swan. And the angels that defeated them. 
want you to stop terrorizing the paradise and rewrite your cantata. And the Phantom. There really is the Phantom, Phantom, Phantom. But, so, I learned today. Oh, no. I knew about one of these versions. So there is a 1991 musical based on the Phantom of the Opera, just called Phantom, with a score by Maury Esten, he of Nine and Titanic, the musical. not immediately terrified um this is a public domain piece of literature so like several people you could be working on this at the, okay you know, just, you know what i mean like Got there it. were no rights to be acquired like everyone was just sort of he was working on it at the same time as andrew lloyd weber unbeknownst to him because oh. it's also the 80s like there's no internet and yeah people aren't exactly putting yeah. out that they're working we have on no idea what we're all doing exactly right so that they're working really hard on their phantom and they're doing a good job of it and then the Lloyd Webber Phantom comes oh, out, no. and he describes in the in the libretto of the um, of the CD, which I have, uh, being like, Ugh, you know, but <laughs> also being like, they took a very very different approach. Yeah. So they were like, I think there's room for two Phantom of the Opera musicals, and I'm sure they were like, plus how long is this thing gonna run? <laughs> Thirty thousand performances. years later. Yeah. Uh, and this CD of the Maury Esten fandom was the first one I ever had. My grandmother bought me like six or seven Broadway CDs when I was 13. And this was one of them. But she bought it for me thinking it was this one, thinking it was the Angela Lloyd Webber one. But that, everyone just called that Phantom. So she bought me the one called Phantom. It's not a bad show. Like, it, it's not great. I mean, it's it's it's, it the the it's the gentleman stuff. who did nine for heaven's yeah. sakes. Like, yeah, I'm sure absolutely. He did a great oh yeah, job. yeah. No, he's yeah, yeah. You know, it's Mario Yeah. However, what I did not know is that same year, 1991, there was another Phantom of the Opera oh, musical no. <laughs> by okay. Tom Sivak and David Bell. 1986 is when this Phantom of the Opera debuted uh, in London. Also in 1986, a uh, musical called The Phantom of the Opera or The Passage of Christine. Book by Kathleen Masterson, music by David Bishop, debuted somewhere. It's like, and there are between like 1986. Everyone just had a real fetish for Phantom. And 19, there is an adaptation, a stage musical adaptation of the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> every year from 1986 to 1995. Pardon me, that's this is a family a friendly beat. show. That'd be a good. Beat. I'm gonna come up with like an organ <laughs> hit to put in there. It is, and like they don't all have Wikipedia pages, but 
they exist like enough that somebody was able to write them down i mean it's just it's unfathomable to yeah, me yeah i just i mean it's a good story but and it, it does I, lend itself to a musical obviously because it takes place in an opera house you know what i mean like it's a natural like well yeah i could yeah. like clearly this 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 book sings yeah, yeah. In, in more than one way <laughs> and it is a public domain <laughs> the most important as thing. is the title so like you can call your phantom of the opera musical the phantom of the opera and Cameron mcintosh can't sue you you know what i mean like it's, yeah. the book is called that not that he wouldn't try what can we do well they'd probably send you a nasty letter <laughs> i was gonna say um and i'm sure a lot of musicals are like no no this one's more faithful to the novel because that's what packs them in the seats um i always love it when they make like a new adaptation like a new film version of something like frankenstein i remember like, and this is the, this real, is the one deal. Really based on the book. Like, i've read Fran- frankenstein care. i have never seen a good faithful I adaptation d- of frankenstein yeah no i, Not I once never in my once life. that really life, sticks to the novel so, yeah, never never no, never and no, it's a great novel so. and somebody should do it anyway the and even Andrew Lloyd Webber, whatever. Somebody do fan of Frankenstein. Be, oh God, Don't no, be not musical. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Not no. no. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, but the the yes. So there's a lot of musicals. <laughs> the show I brought that up because that Phantom, the Murray Eston Phantom, really leans into the Eric dichotomy of his character. It really ah. explores like who is this guy? Where did he come from? Also in that version, Carlotta owns the opera house. They just sort of condense that into a thing, and like she's cool. the prima donna, and she owns it. That's see, that's so astonishing to me because like Eric's plotline, as interesting as it is, is actually one of the least interesting parts of it for me. Of like, I'm like content for him to be the mysterious guy in the basement. That is the smartest decision these people made. Yeah, was to in no way dwell on who he was. Or why he was the way he was. Weird guy in the basement. It doesn't make any difference. Because yep. it doesn't matter. Nope. You're right. It is not. They have the love story between Raul and Christine. We've got the tension of the fact that they're putting on shows. And that is enough. Yeah. If. 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 The score is good enough. The direction is good enough. <laughs> and the design is good enough. And yeah. that is the third heat that this production of Phantom of the Opera brings. Because. God, it is beautiful. It is so it beautiful. Is so beautiful. It, is, it is. The cast original is produit et edité par moi, Patrick Flynn. Le cast original is disponible sur Instagram, Facebook et Twitter at OriginalCastPod. Vous pouvez me suivre, Patrick Flynn, sur toutes les plateformes at Unknown Penguin. Vous amusez? Lisez une note et critique sur Apple Podcasts et dites au monde. Vous pouvez également trouver le cast original sur Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast et partout où des podcasts de qualité sont disponibles. Toutes mes excuses à, à tous les auditeurs francophones. Merci à Angela K. Perko de m'avoir parlé. Je suis Patrick Flynn et je n'ai pas passé. J'ai une répétition. God, I hope that sounded like anything.